Hello and welcome to our viewers on Crux Investor and also to our listeners on Cast, our podcast series. We're going to be speaking with Steve Parsons. He's the MD of Bellevue Gold, the Australian gold explorer. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, good, good, good to have you. And thanks for making the time. I'm going to get you to, in your own words, give us a two-minute summary of Bellevue Gold. Yeah, look, uh, Bellevue Gold, we're a fairly new company. Uh, we've only been around for a couple of years now. Um, we're an exploration company. We're based in Western Australia in the Goldfields region, so a very prolific gold uh, you know, discovery area, lots of gold mines in the area. Um, and we're exploring uh, the old Bellevue gold mine, and the old mine itself produced um, nearly a million ounces of gold at a really high grade of 15 grams per tonne, and they mined it from 1986 through to 1997. Um, it's a very, very profitable mine. However, mining stopped uh, back then, and then it was owned by nickel companies uh, since then. And so here we are now, uh, drilling our first holes into it over the last uh, year and a half, and have got a very good discovery. And the latest resource is, you know, one and a half million ounces of gold, uh, and it's soon to grow even bigger than that. Okay, well, there we go. Thanks, thanks for that summary. Um, and before we get into the questions proper, um, can you give us a bit of your background? You're, you're a geo? Yeah, so look, uh, my background is uh, geology, exploration geology. I studied at uh, Canterbury University in New Zealand and came across to Australia after that and uh, worked for a number of uh, mining companies and gold companies and then, um, uh, yeah, um, been involved in, uh, in exploration pretty much my whole time over here. And have you seen anything like this before? Have you worked on anything like this? Oh, this is a pretty amazing deposit. I have worked on a couple of uh, amazing deposits in the past, though. Um, but for the grade, uh, you know, this is a, a real standout and, you know, I certainly haven't seen anything like this before. Right. Discovery. Okay. You've had a great year. Share price has trebled. You've got, I say, one and a half million ounce resource. Um, you're, you're, you continue to drill very high grade. It's all good, isn't it? Pretty easy work. <laughs> but I was only easy like that it all rolls off the tongue very easily doesn't it when you say it like that um look the thing was the the project was uh, an outstanding project in its day and and that was one of the reasons why you know uh me and the exploration team um you know decided to, to jump on board on on this project and you know it had certainly been unloved for, for 20 years and and we saw the opportunity in the fact that you know there was always this thought that um the mineralization could continue but no one ever knew where and you know we logical thought into it and you know if you're having success and things are going well um, you know you obviously have the opportunity to raise the funds and because the grade and the, and the rate of growth has been so rapid uh, we've certainly had uh, you know good success and you know capturing that sort of market and being able to raise funds and those funds raised I mean you know the, the dollars all go back into the ground and you know we're discovering gold for about $15 Aussie an ounce which is incredible in itself so you know, five drill rigs on site, and you know, the more rigs you have, the more chance. Um, you know, adding further ounces, so you know, we sort of back ourselves to to continue finding gold. Right. So, and so again, again, before we get onto the, uh, the the strategy here, so I mean, your shareholders have got to be pleased. I mean, well, first of all, that your the type of shareholder over the last year has changed. You've, you've got a lot more institutional on board. Um, 
And where are they? Are they mainly Aussie or from further afield? The shareholder base has changed a lot over the last uh, 12 to 18 months. Um, we're very much a, a retail company, what you'd call a, a shell company down in Australia, um, with all mum and dad retail um, investors. Um, and over the last, uh, you know, probably 12 months, uh, we've grown to become much more institutional. Um, we'd probably be about 40% institutional now. Uh, and that institutional um, register is probably made up by about 50% from Northern Hemisphere and 50% in Australia. Right. Okay. Okay. And and what are they, are they getting involved? I mean, clearly the results have been great. So you're not, you're probably not getting much pushback from them, but you know, what are the conversations that you're having with the institutional shareholders, um, you know, with, with, with your monthly or quarterly calls? Yeah, look, um, you know, and it's not just uh, institutions that, that we speak to. I mean, um, you know, regularly be standing on stage and, and speaking to retail shareholders as well. And we've got a number of outlets in front of get um, you know, news out to those retail shareholders and, of course, analysts as well, which we update. Mm. Um, and look, everyone seems to be uh, very happy with the way things are going. I mean, over the moon, I mean, the share price has been, you know, re- you know reflecting how well we've been going on discovery. Um, and I think people are... You know, looking for us to continue on the on the aggressive step out drilling that we've been doing. Um, you know, it certainly looks like the ore bodies are still open, you know, north, south, west, and east in a depth. So, you know, why wouldn't we continue to step out? Um, I think you know, there's uh, you know, there's definitely the thought there that people want us to add more rigs if we can, and we've certainly added rigs as we've gone and had more uh, confidence in the in the resources, and so we're up to four four drill rigs now. On site, and in fact, we'll probably be more than that. I'd say very, very soon, as well. Um, and then, you know, we're sort of weighing that sort of step out, um, you know, discovery drilling, um, you know, weighing that up with, you know, versus, you know, should we be doing a little bit of infill drilling as well, and increasing the confidence level of the resource. And of course, that's something we'll be doing as well uh, this year. Right. Okay. So, I mean, you, you said earlier you've not seen anything like this before in, in your work experience. Um, so how much of this is down to luck? How much of it is down to planning? How much of it is down to delivery through a, a you know a rigorous process? I mean, if you look at what you and you acquired, the old is it the old was it Drake? Was that the former? Uh, company? Yeah, that's right. So Drake Bellevue House is now. So did you know what you were getting into? How much data did you have? You know, how much confidence did you have that there was this much gold down there? Yeah, well, um, I mean, you know, we uh, after the last company that we were running, which was in West Africa, um, you know, we made and that was taken over by a North American uh, company, which they're looking to produce gold at the moment on. Um, we we very much me and the team made a decision, conscious decision, mm-hmm. to look down in Australia um, and to look for a brownfields project and to look for a higher grade brownfields project, and and this was a real standout for us and the fact that. You know, as I said before, it had been previously owned by nickel companies. Um, the last company to own it was Extrata, and they exited out of Australia. Mm. Um, so the project um, became available. And for us, you know, when you when you want to find, I mean, it's, it's the classic. If you want to find uh, an ore body, I guess you can uh, you can look either grassroots and and spend time looking at a brand new area. And we've had success with that in the past. That is a good way of finding gold, but it takes a lot longer. Um, and the other way is to look for a brownfields type project, and and for us, you know, this this was a real standout because it had historically produced a lot of gold at a very very high grade. So there was a lot of data there in the past. Um, you know, it was all known down the mines department. That, you know, the, the previous companies had made a lot of money 
on it in the past. However, geologically, there was a fault that had come through and everyone had said that there was nothing on the other side of this fault. So, you know, that for us, that was a real standout because geologically we thought, well, that was a 20-year-old, um, you know, geological interpretation. And, hey, just because somebody says there's something not on the other side of something doesn't mean it might not be there. So we uh, we spent a fair bit of time and effort for those first six or eight months before we drill the drill hole to understand we thought the mineralization but what about that decision you know before you got made the acquisition i mean what made you go for it i mean you you can't just go oh let's let's give it a go it'll be fine you must have had some intelligence behind that i mean what was the thinking uh no i mean you know you, you sort of weighed these things up uh you know i guess in a sort of um risk reward basis and you know you could, you could look at it as a sort of a a percentage of success of you know what the chances of success are and you know as i was saying before you know grassroots exploration it normally takes a very long time um, you know and then of course you know grassroots exploration in certain countries and jurisdictions is a lot more difficult than others so you know if you want to find you know something in the middle of nowhere grassroots you know you've probably got realistically a five ten percent chance of something happening over a very long period of time and for us you know, literally all, all our view was that it had produced a lot of gold. It was hadn't been looked at for 20 years, which was just incredible in itself. Um, you know, it was a very, very highly profitable mine. Um, and so the chances of finding something we viewed as sort of, you know, 70 or 80% chance, even though geologically, geolo- you know, everyone had said there's nothing, you'll never find anything geologically there again. again. Right. Um, but, you know, Brownfield's exploration would, would be prepared to back ourselves. And so we saw the chances of being much higher than they go on grassroots. Right, right. So you've thought, okay, the, the, it's produced at a, quite a high grade before, let's say 800, nearly million ounces produced, um, but considering it's has sat around for 20 years and done nothing. So were you a field of one looking at this? Was this geological fault putting everyone off or did, was there a bidding process? I mean, how hard did you have to try to get this? So the project had actually been bought by uh, by Drake Resources, um, and Drake didn't have a technical team at the time. They didn't really know what they had. Um, they knew they obviously had something good, but I think they, their view of it at the time was very much, oh well, it's an it's a property, it's an asset. Um, how are we going to you know move ahead on it? Um, and the thinking back then was um, from the previous uh, people that were running it was well, maybe there's some gold in the old tailings dam, or maybe there's you know there's um, you know, nickel nearby or maybe there's or who knows what else but um the the view was very much you know because this fault had come through you will never find anything on the other side of the fault and that has always been the thinking by everyone who's ever looked at this project in the past right so how much did, how much did you guys pay for it uh i'd have to go back and have a look it's on the asx platform but i think it was about uh uh, a million dollars and you right. know, some car shares and bits and pieces as well, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we, are, we own the project 100% now. Sorry, it's, a, it's not on the top of my head. No, it's fine, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. So, uh, right, so you, you've, got, you've got this project. You spent the first six months trying to work out what you had, yeah? And it, at that period, were you thinking this could be something significant or were you just hoping for, you know, a, you know, a good project, something which might might stroke the interest of investors enough to get some more funding to work this out. I mean, what were you thinking it was? 
Well, well, our view was um, very much, you know, look, you know, exploration is what we're about, and we're in looking for, you know, world class deposits, you know, somewhere around the world, and this, you know, this is in Australia, obviously, but um, the view very much was, let's look on the other side of the fault, let's get this right, let's look around it and see if we can find another, you know, one, two, three, five million ounces of high grade gold. That that was without a doubt in the back of our minds. However, you know, we also had the view that, you know, worst case scenario, we should be able to cobble together you know, a few thousand ounces here, there and everywhere and, and hopefully maybe turn it into, you know, a small West Australian high-grade uh, gold mine, um, you know, somewhere in the lines of, you know, 100 or 200 or 300,000 ounces of gold and, hey, you know, it's a start and then from there leverage up and, and look at something else. Right. Um, but, you know, we could right from the very start back ourselves in the fact where can we find the next big discovery below or adjacent to the old mine. Right. So... You know, I think it's a well-told story in the market. I think you're well on your way to creating something significant. Um, but I, want, I just want to do, talk about something for again for investors, new investors thinking of coming in. Okay, because there's still a kind of reasonable you know retail component to this. And the question is, how do you, maybe you and your your, your team, get that balance between driving the business? and appeasing shareholders in terms of you know shareholder value shareholder you know value creation and you've obviously done that in the last year but it's going to get more and more difficult to do that so how do you, what's the process internally for looking at those things oh all, all, i mean it's for us it's very simple you know all all we're trying to do is create value at a project level and if we create pro value at the project level um, then that should, in theory, you know, come back to create value for shareholders and the share price appreciation. And, you know, creating value, you know, at the project level is, you know, it's adding further ounces and more discovery ounces. Um, you know, it's, it's in, um, converting into, you know, higher category as well, so more valuable ounces, you know, it's drilling deeper, adding, you know, seeing where those, uh, you know, resources continue on to. That, that's the sort of thing we try and do, and we try and do it very efficiently by, you know, um, you know, less than fifteen dollars an ounce. Right. Okay. So, so the strategy is drill, drill, drill. Yeah, without right. a doubt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep it nice and simple. Going back to when we very first started, you know, we had, we only literally only had a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank, and so you know, the the first drill program was very, you know, it was a very much where we're going to go. You know, we've got a little limited amount of money best bang for our buck. We want to make sure that we're hitting our highest priority targets as quickly as possible, improving our theories right. Um, you know, and we, we did that with the one drill rig and, and made it made it work. And, you know, we ramped that up to two drill rigs in, you know, early 2018. And then we got to four drill rigs towards the end of 2018. And you know, here we are now with five. So, you know, we're certainly, you know, very, you know, happy to keep on adding uh, drill rigs if the if right. the deposits keeps on growing. So I guess that sounds my question of earlier. So how much of this was luck and how much of it was planning? <laughs> You'll have to ask the, uh, the exploration team. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would say it was all planning. Well, they should, shouldn't they? Oh, look, without, a, without a doubt. I mean, look, you know, there's always uh, a bit of luck on these things, but, you know, you have to, um, you know, you've got to have a good team that, that, you know, comes up with the right strategy on, on where to drill. And then, you know, it's got to have a good backing from the board to say, hey, you know, we back these guys, let's, let's give it a go. And you know. Well, as long as the grades and the answers keep coming, they're going to continue to back you because something's, something's going right, obviously, right? Um, so to that point, let's assume the next 18, 24 months continues the same way. You, you've got a big resource number, you know, at the end of that. 
you know, what what's your end game here? What's your business model? There's a, there's a, got to be a point where you kind of go, okay, I think we're, we're we're good now. Let's let's talk to people about either making acquisitions or being acquired, or do you get into production? What's what are you thinking? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, you, you, you try and uh, you know obviously you're in, you're in control of your your own destiny with things that you can control obviously mm-hmm. and for us right now you know that control for us is really about you know the drill rigs and the geological understanding and adding ounces so right. we're very much about just keep on adding ounces for the time being and then converting those ounces into high confidence ounces you know creating value on the project level um, you know and at some point in, in the near future you know it, it'll be a point where we go right this this is going to be a mine it's going to be a highly profitable mine this is what it looks like mm. can we get back into you know so that that's sort of you know, the, the game plan okay so but, you, but right you, now, you, it's, it's very much about just uh, adding ounces right, right right so you're not setting any targets for yourselves yet it's early days you're as you say less than two years into this things have gone quite well and you want to sort of continue doing repeating that yeah and i just you know one of the one of the problems i think with uh you know a lot of uh you know junior companies like ourselves is we try and put ourselves in boxes too too early on um and sure great get up and running as a mine without a doubt fantastic however that is not our strategy our strategy at the moment is very much the resource is still open in every direction north south west east and at depth so you know the backing to to keep on drilling so we might as well keep doing that, keep on adding ounces, and then we can sort of can get to a point where we realise, well, what's the scale of this going to be? And and it's just too early to, to do that right now. So, right. Okay. No. no yeah. I, okay. I, I accept that. That's fair enough. So, if I may, because I, I I want to, this is for investors, retail, high net worth, family office investors, to understand. So we haven't talked about the project because um, I think there's a lot of information out there about that. But if you could maybe give us a sort of quick summary of the five key points as to why investors should come into Bellevue Gold now um, and you know and perhaps um, talk about you know where you think the gold market's going as well so if you can cover all of that off for me. Yeah Yeah, look I guess the real key things I mean you know we are a very simple you know you know investment proposition you know we try not to overcomplicate things at the moment so Bellevue Gold is very much about adding ounces it's adding very high grade ounces. I mean, it's globally one of the highest grade ore bodies mm. and discoveries that's happening up there at the moment. Um, we're growing ounces very rapidly. I mean, you know, 18 months ago, we were zero ounces and here we are at one and a half million ounces. Um, you know, we are cashed up. We continue to have good financial backing. So we're not scared to go and drill those holes. And, you know, at the moment, those holes that we keep on stepping out on are continually adding uh, ounces. So. You know, that's us in a nutshell. It's efficient, it's high grade uh, ounces, and you know, we keep on stepping out on that. And look, for me personally, you know, West Australia is without a doubt one of the premier jurisdictions in the world to be in. You know, we're in the goldfields region of Western Australia. There's mines all around us. We've got granted mining tenure, so to get it up and running, it's, it's going to be very straightforward. Um, and look, you know, the, the gold price is looking fantastic, and especially in Aussie, Aussie dollar terms, it's looking you know, incredible. So, you know, all those things are, are lining up for us and, you know, we're certainly set for the rest of this year and, and next year we think to be a very, very good, you know, growth on the resource base and hopefully for uh, for shareholder appreciation that, as well. Thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, yeah, I, I forgot, obviously with the, the gold in Aussie dollar terms is at the high, one of the highest it's been for 
well for a long time if not ever so and you pay yeah. for everything in Aussie dollars so for you it's, it's good so the US dollar has no bearing on you know your well at the moment uh, the, the trend in the uh, Aussie dollar versus US dollar has uh, you know been uh, negative so Aussie dollar is going down US dollar going up um, which means that US dollar gold price going up is, uh, is a very good thing for us in Australia Right. So we're pretty much at all-time highs in the Australian dollar gold uh, context at the moment. Okay. Well, Steve, thanks very much for that summary. It's a nice introduction to your company. We'd love the chance to kind of catch up and maybe get into the weeds of it, um, you know, at a later date. Um, so, again, thank you for your time. I know you've had a long day. You're ready to go home, I imagine. <laughs> All good. Yeah, thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much for watching our video. We do aim to give you informed and intelligent information with which to make your investment decisions. So if you liked what you just saw, please give us a thumbs up. And if you want to see more insightful, in-depth, honest and unbiased interviews, then please click the subscribe button. So thanks again for watching and we look forward to seeing you again soon.